Dreamcast. I am your host, Denise Walsh. I combine science, scripture, and stories that will inspire you to dive deep, break through your own personal glass ceiling, and design a life of your dreams. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Dreamcast. In today's Replay Friday, I'm actually being interviewed on a Facebook Live with one of our It Works field representatives, Mary Beth Dodd. She talks all about not just business success, but life success. And I know that when you implement the two strategies I talk about in this interview, you will experience success in what Ever realm you choose. Remember, success is in the eye of the beholder. So whatever dream you have in your heart, whatever life you choose to live, I believe that these two habit hacks will help you get there. So let's get into the episode. All right. Hi, guys. I'm so excited getting set up for an awesome live right now you guys as you're hopping on please say hello tell me where you're from where you're watching from i'm super excited about today you guys i'm going to be interviewing denise walsh if you do not know her or follow her you're going to want to especially after you get to hear some of her story here today so as soon as she hops on i'm going to add her there you are okay She's coming. Hi, Jessica. Good to see you. Hi, Jenny. Hey, girly. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Fun. Good. I'm doing good. I've never actually really done this before. So this is really cool. Yay. I'm excited. It's so much fun. I love it. it. It's like a podcast, but we can do it live. Yeah. There's an extra element of fun there, right? You never know what might happen. (laughs) <laughs> you can also see each other, which is so cool. And I like to watch this feed. You guys, thank you so much for commenting, those of you who are hopping on, because it's so awesome. Sometimes, you know, we can't always respond to every question, but sometimes there's questions that help us to steer to the next space. So I love it. Well, Denise, thank you for doing this. You guys, if you don't know Denise, she has a phenomenal business leader. She's a wife. She's a mom of two adorable little boys. Um, she's got a great podcast that's out there that I want her to share with us about today too, because I want you guys to make sure you're following and checking out the things that she's doing. Um, But Denise, would you just give everybody a little snapshot of your story of how you got to where you are? So in case there's somebody who doesn't know you yet, they can kind of know who you are, where you're coming from. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again, Mary Beth, for having me. I'm excited to connect with you guys. And I have been on my entrepreneurial journey now for almost 12 years It's crazy to think about that. Like I've been self-employed longer than I worked in the corporate world. Um, But prior to that, I was a clinical psychologist. So I got my master's in clinical psychology. I thought that that was where I was going to best serve the world. Um, I kind of grew up going to camp and then I was a camp counselor for the summer. And so I just love experiential, transformational Uh, you know, and and that kind of led me to the field of psychology, psychology, because I was like, how can I help people believe in themselves more? Um, And what's really, really special is that when um, it works came into my life, I found that this was an, an, another amazing place where I could 
help people believe in themselves more and truly blossom into who they were created to be. So I found my home here. And throughout the last 12 years, we've been, you know, at the top of the company, we hit Black Diamond in 2015 and have lots of ambassadors and presidentials and just worldwide team. And it's been a really cool experience to take my gifts and my love and my passions and like use them in this space because I feel like it's given me a place to thrive and it's given me a place to like a, a place to allow, I don't know, when you, when you're in a safe team and you feel like you're loved, you're open to so much change. And I've seen so much growth within our organization. And I just am so grateful to this business for that. Oh my goodness. Well, it's been fun to watch, um, just some, a piece of that. So I've known you for almost seven years now, which I can't believe. Um, but it's been so cool to watch you guys, you know, have some of the amazing promotions on your team and just to watch you continue to develop as a leader and, um, you know, speaker now at all the different things you're doing. It's been so stinking fun to watch you do that. Um, but I know one of the things you said you might share some secrets with us mm -hmm. about today is how you got to that black diamond level. For people, if you guys don't know, that is like the tippy top level of the company that we get to work with. It works. And it to get there, you have to have an average of six figures monthly for at least six months in a row. Okay. So it's, it's no small thing. I mean, it takes a big organization. It takes lots of work. It takes more than just one person working hard, you know, lots of teamwork and lots of just incredible leadership skills. And, um, so share your secrets with us, Denise. How did you do it? Mary Beth is so funny. I was like, Oh, how about I talk about this? And she was like, yes. And she didn't even know what the answer was. <laughs> Well, it's true. Okay. So we, you know, we hit ambassador. Um, it took us five years to hit ambassador and that was the top of the company at that time. And then they announced the, the pin level of black diamond and we were like, we got this, but it took us three more years to hit that goal, which, you know, I think happens to a lot of us. We set a goal, we want it, we go for it, and then it doesn't happen. And so there's a couple of things that I think I learned throughout all of that experience that not only I do or did, but I think a lot of successful people do. It's because it's, um, you know, it's a mindset thing. So the first one was I, I didn't get to Black Diamond because I taught people how to do an awesome party. No, that's just not it. I got to Black Diamond because I casted vision like nobody's business. Like it was my job to not only know where I'm going, but to be loud about it and, and ask you, where do you want to go? And, and how can you get there and cast, you know, like I said, I love, I, I feel like I can believe in people before they believe in themselves. And so, uh, I was able to do that with my team, like cast vision, which meant I had to know where I was going, you know? And so I had to get really clear mm -hmm. and excited mm -hmm. about who, where, who I am, where I'm going, what I'm accomplishing, what I'm doing, how it's in like the, the spillover effect of all of that. So the first thing was, uh, I, I know what I want, step one, and I believe that I can get it. And then once I know it, like goes from your head to this like idea of like, yeah, I want this to your heart and to this like knowing, you know, where you embody it. And then you go, 
oh yeah, here we go. Like game over. Um, it may still take three years, but we're making this happen. Like this is, this is it. And so when I'm talking to people with that much confidence, with that much belief, I mean, you guys can hear me excited right now, like with that much passion, people want to be a part of some, like they want to follow somebody who knows where they're going. Part of our journey is that we did a come as you will be party in 2015. And this is where you pretend like it's 10 or five years down the road and you come dressed as that person and you talk about what you've experienced. And, and, um, a part of that party was we created binoculars because we were at the zoo and it was called like the treehouse. Get it. We were like trying to be so creative, but we had binoculars vision. Right. And we said, where there is no vision, the people perish. And, and so having a vision for yourself, knowing what you want, whether it's paying off debt, whether it's hitting Ruby, getting $500 a month, being able to quit an extra job like that. And then talking about it all of the time, like it's already happening was I think a huge breakthrough for me because it wasn't like, it'd be cool if, or maybe sort of someday it was like blinders. <laughs> I know what I want. We're, making, you know, we're, we're going for it regardless of the ups and downs along the way. So, uh, casting vision, knowing having that personal vision, but then being able to cast it for others is way more important than knowing how to do an amazing party. And then the second thing that I really think I've developed over the years, and this happened when starting the podcast, I had to like redo these skills. Every time I try something new that's outside my comfort zone, I get to practice this again, which means it's hard. And I have all of the same stinking thinking that I did at the beginning of my business. Cause of course, anytime you do something new, you're going to have that. Um, but the other thing I've decided is that I'm a finisher. I'm a finisher. I'm a finisher. So when things get hard, which they will, because that's life, I've really cultivated that the mindset, the, you know, the thought process of I'm a finisher, I'm a finisher, I'm a finisher. And these are not stop signs. These are just roadblocks. And I will plow through them, whether it's asking for help, learning a new skill, Googling it, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of things that we sometimes uh get us rattled when really just we can we can learn it it's just just a skill we don't know so vision and and being a finisher are in my opinion some of the the skills i've been able to cultivate that have not only allowed us to hit black diamond but do like you said continue to grow continue to learn new things continue to write books and speak and grow you know what i mean like continue to push my own comfort zone because what i've learned is if i'm not doing that i'm slowly dying inside and that's no fun for anyone no that's no fun at all oh my gosh well i love that one of my favorite quotes right now is um the world needs dreamers and the world needs doers but what the world really needs is dreamers that do you know and it's so cool um to watch someone have the kind of success you've had, but the fact that you you haven't stopped there. You could easily have been like, you know what, I'm successful, I'm good, I've made it, you know, I hit my goal, but I watch you continue to, to keep growing and keep pushing for something else, and that's so inspiring to so many people. Um, one thing I want to ask you is, did those things, the vision piece, and especially the finish, I'm a finisher piece, yeah. did those come naturally to you? And then just share with people who maybe it doesn't come naturally to, how do you get there? 
you know yeah. what's that look like awesome question because no and i was not a visionary either when i first started i was i would i had i would say i had an employee mindset i'm a hard worker and so my identity was i'm a hard worker i'm disciplined i work out like i do the hard i like i know how to do hard things i was an athlete like i I've run a few marathons that kind of thing but I certainly wasn't a visionary. Um, I was very much like, tell me what to do and I'll do it well. But if nobody was telling me what to do, I kind of didn't know what to do. So that's when I really felt stuck in life was when I got my first job, you know, and I, and then of course it's like never as glamorous as we think. It, I was a psychologist working in community mental health, um, which was government work, which was overworked, underpaid, like all of the things. So I was burnt out within the first two years of my job, but I didn't know what to do because I was an employee mindset. So I had to learn vision. I had to learn vision and, and I had to learn that I could have that. So what I did and, and, I, and it wasn't necessarily even on purpose. It was number one, I married a visionary. So Brandon's a visionary and he would, he always saw things outside the box. And so because I trusted him, I learned to trust things outside the box. I also hung around. Cammie Dempsey is my sponsor and I hung out with her and, and Mark. And I, I didn't even ask them questions or pick their brain. I just was around them. And what they did spoke to me. You know, it kind of seeped in and I thought, oh, I didn't even know that was a possibility. But but now that I know, that's interesting. And I was in a small group and they were very much, um, you know, we, had, we were in a small group that was creative and, you know, we were all feeling restless and stuck and how do we get out of that and things like that. So I surrounded myself with dreamers. I surrounded myself with visionaries. And then I slowly started to learn it as well. So I do think it's a skill. I do. And I think your, your quote is important because dreamers and doers, like you can have a visionary that doesn't have discipline and nothing gets done. Mm. So you can have a, you can be a visionary, but that doesn't mean anything's going to happen for you. Um, I think the, the marriage of the two are really important. So you can be a doer and learn vision and you can be a visionary and learn the doing. The finishing, oh, you know, that just came with building my own internal integrity, I guess. So, for example, if you set your alarm at night, like for the next day, and you're like, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do this, and then you press snooze every day, eventually you set your alarm and you go, I'm not getting up. <laughs> like, you kind of don't even trust yourself. You say what you want something, but you don't ever really do it. And so that internal integrity, um, like you can feel it within. And so I started setting small things for myself. So again, it was, I, I joined a running club in college. Um, my friend Katie and I actually started it and we would get up and go, even if it was just the two of us. And it just was one thing, one small thing where I said it and then I did it. And then I said it and then I did it. Um, training for a marathon. That's a big commitment. Um, you know, there's just all of those, all of those things start to add up where now I believe myself. And so if I say I want something, I believe that I'm going to do it. And I think because of that, I believe that I'm a finisher. Mm -hmm. So it didn't like happen on its own. That's for sure. But those things compiled on top of each other 
um, really can take you in a completely new direction. And it doesn't even have to be a huge change. It can be a 1% change, a 10% change, but it becomes so habitual that then it becomes your identity. Oh my gosh, that is so powerful. And I think um, like what I hear you saying really is it changes the way that you believe in yourself. You know, and so many people we come across, they do have a great idea. They're passionate about something, but it is that follow through and it's that discipline piece. And I even like can't even stand that word because it just no. doesn't sound fun. But what you're when I hear you talk about it, it's like it's so much more about setting yourself up for that success and trusting yourself that you're going to have the integrity to do what you say you're going to do. Yeah, and that's a game changer. That's huge. Um, Okay. So I want to know when you guys were on that journey, you know, to hitting that last big promotion, you said it took three years to get where you wanted to be from when you started. What does it look like on a daily basis when we're not getting there as fast as we want to get there? Or maybe our, our business isn't growing in a certain season. Like what are kind of the daily things that you would do to keep your mind in the right place and keep yourself pointed in that right direction? So good. This is like, okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So here's the deal. Life was happening. Mm, you guys, like we were going through life during these years and, um, and I had a choice to make, you know, and I think what I learned throughout that is that I don't work my business based on how I feel. I work my business based on what I want. And so I did have to compartmentalize a little bit like, okay, this is life and I will deal with that later. Um, but right now I'm doing a power hour with my team and I want to be a hundred percent here. I filled my calendar because I knew I wouldn't back out. So I, I would fill my calendar with power hours, one-on-ones, expos, parties, you know, I would do the things and then I would stick to that commitment regardless of how I felt. Um, the other thing is, so, you know, I didn't know it was going to take three years. I certainly had a ton of lessons going to ambassador. Like you have to grow all the way to ambassador. But when we were on our black diamond journey, the first year, I thought it was in the bag. Like I totally thought we had it. And so I would have these fear-based thoughts and these fear-based thoughts. Like the one thought was, um, 98, 98, 98, 98, 98, 98. And like, I would have this, wouldn't it be so funny if we barely missed it? Like I entertained it. I thought about it. I laughed about it. And then when I got a call from Pam Souter that said you didn't hit month five, it was actually like with counting faster. It's because I really went back and like tried to make it happen. It was like 97, blah, 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 like so close. And I said, Pam, I've been thinking 98 all month long. And she goes, you did it to yourself. And I, you know, and you're just like, so I was mad. I was mad. I was frustrated. I, I hit a goal and I didn't do it, you know? And so regardless of the number, the point is, is I felt defeated. And so I kind of gave up on myself. And the second year I said, we want to do it. Woo-hoo-hoo. But in the back of my head, I had the little voice that said, yeah, right. So I was saying the things I was doing the things, but my heart didn't believe that it was going to happen. And so it didn't, it didn't. And then guess what I could say? See, I told you. I mean, like I was self-sabotaging really. And then the third year I knew that we had to do something different. So that's when we did the come as you will be party. That's when I really started to take control of my thoughts. That's when I really worked my business based on what I wanted, not how I felt. That's when I was doing the daily, daily, like the daily stuff, following up with leads, generating leads, charting with my team, like building communities, you know, all of that stuff. 
And I was, I was so focused on what I wanted that even when that voice popped up, cause it did, I mean, it still does. Um, I didn't entertain it this time. I didn't let it, I didn't, I didn't play around with it. I didn't let it consume me. I didn't let it, you know, I just, I just was like, no, <laughs> and I only focused on what I wanted. So I listened to the strangest secret every single day. This is on YouTube. You can find it. And it says you become what you think about. So when I had those fear-based thoughts happen, I would say, well, what is it that you want? What do you want? What do you want? And, and I would focus on what I wanted and and do the things every single day that would get me there which in our business are generating leads following up with leads you know and training new distributors signing people all of that stuff and and so then i did it and i really i really know like you can feel it when you are in the rabbit trail of negative thinking and you're allowing that to consume your emotions and i never allowed myself to go down that road regarding this goal that year, like other times I did. But this year I was like, I really had to, I mean, I plastered it everywhere because not only was it an idea of, oh, cool. That'd be like, I want to do that. It became, that's how it became in my heart. And that's how my emotions kind of caught up with it. Like I was living it before we actually had the title because I believed it so much at that point and had taken years to get there. You know what I mean? But I had believed it so much at that point that um, there was no other option. And so, of course, you don't really know. Um, I, you know, when I say casting vision about what you want, like, I don't really know. I was hoping, I was expecting, but I knew that I had to do everything that I could and then leave the rest up and 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 trust the process. And it, it, it worked out. <laughs> I love it. Well, and I think it's so cool when you can look back at that that time where it was like, okay, you had done for years all of the right things to build up to this, to be set up for it. But for that season of time, you had to literally be so focused mm-hmm. on that goal, you know, in order to get there. And I, I love how you talk about that because I think it's so key that we are, we are present in moments. That's something I've been learning the last couple of years. Like I've got to be focused and present in each moment that I'm in. I can't be doing 900 things at once or nothing gets my full attention, you right. know? So for you to zero in on a goal like that and be able to accomplish it, I mean, that's huge. You guys, a couple people um, asked questions, Denise. They're like, hey, what if I'm one of those people that just keeps hitting snooze? How do I get to that place, you know, that I can trust myself and maybe mm-hmm. go after a goal like that? So what's something simple they could do? I, th- I think it's just doing one small thing. So for your business, it's like, okay, message five people a day. I used to, I, when I was working full time and building the business, I would say, all right, I'm going to call five people at lunch. And if I didn't call five people at lunch, then I would move it to my drive home. And I just made sure that I was calling at least five people a day. This is like before smartphones and Facebook. I mean, I was a long time ago. <laughs> so maybe you're reaching out to, you know, five to 10 people on Facebook or messenger or text or whatever it is, but like you're make, you're doing a small thing, checking it off and then calling it a win. And the more that you do those small things, you're the more you're going to believe yourself with the big things. Oh my gosh. I love it. That's so, so good. Um, okay. 
Will you just give us an overview, because I just love it, about what you're doing with your podcast? Like, what's it about? Who's it for? And where can people find it? Yeah. So, okay. So I've been, um, at, you know, with our company for almost 12 years now, and I've done so many fun things with our team, leadership retreats, experiences, team calls, leadership, like series, you know, things like that, that I just know that this is information that not just my team needs. This is information that's going to benefit all of our company and beyond. And so I've got friends that are not in our company at all listening because it's benefiting them. You know what I mean? Like everybody has um, these desires deep within them that sometimes we're not listening to. And, and sometimes we just need a little push to, to, to jump and get outside our comfort zone and actually take action. And so the Dreamcast is... There's solo episodes about my story and what I've learned and breakthroughs that I've experienced, but I have a ton of interviews as well. And my favorite like piece of the story is when you're in this restless spot and you're like, I know I'm, re I'm ready for something new. I'm made for more, but I don't know what that is. And then the step through the mud to get to the other side and like that transition spot, that restless spot, like that, I lived there for a long time. And I learned a lot when I finally started owning who I am and, and like knowing who I am and moving through it. So, so yeah, there's a lot of really cool interviews of people who've done the same thing, who were hit a rock bottom, who were restless, who knew they wanted more, but didn't really know how to get there. And then the aha moments they had along the way. I love it. That is so great. You guys make sure you check it out. It's good stuff. Thank you. Sure. And yeah, did you say, how do they find it? Yeah. So it's on, it's called Dreamcast. It's on all major podcast players, iTunes. It's also on Spotify. If you're a Spotify listener. And then it's also on my YouTube channel because I know some people like don't understand podcasts. So <laughs> I did put it on my YouTube channel and the interviews are every Monday. I love it. That's so awesome. All right, Denise, do you have any last words of wisdom to leave us with? Ooh, okay. Let me think of one. Um, you know, I think that at the end of the day, if you are at a place where you're ready for something new, you're ready for something more, you want life to be a little different, but you, you don't really know how to get there. The first thing that I would recommend is seriously, just like silence journaling, um, because you already have everything you need to fulfill your God-given destiny. You do. But often we're just too busy, like Mary Beth said, like not focused. And we're doing too many other things to even listen to that still small voice that we all have. And so when I really started getting quiet, journaling, and then allowing my joys and things to pop up, and then I could take action on them, knowing that this was like a direction for me. So you have everything you need. You have everything that you need to fulfill your God-given potential, your destiny, your life purpose, all of that. And my first step in, in really embodying that is simply listening. Oh, beautiful. I love it so much. Thank you, Denise. Thank you guys for watching. And I will save this on here because I know you guys will want to share it um, with your friends, with your teams. It was so great. So thank you. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. 
Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I want to hear your aha moment from today's amazing episode. If you could leave a review at whatever podcast player you choose to listen from, Apple Podcast, CastBox, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're listening from, leave a review and share with us your favorite part of today's episode. Thanks for hanging out and remember to dream big.